Hey folks, we're back. It's Jeff and Joel here. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. Uh, that is uh, our new uh, sponsor. Everybody. Yeah, that's right. Egg Yolk Jubilee. It's goodlifebabe.com. Is open for sponsorship. We have advertisers, and the first is a local band, Egg Yolk Jubilee. That's right, and, and that's their music that you hear at the header. That's right. But, and this is the first podcast ever in the history of the It's a Good Life Babe.com podcast that we have had music because we have a producer here with us, folks. Griper Nugent in the house. That's right. Griper Nugent, sound man, extraordinary, sound engineer. What do you, what do you go by, Griper? What is what what what's the actual title? I know you hate. I know that Rody is out. Yeah, I just don't go by Rody. Right. You can call me anything else, but just not Rody. Sound guy is, sure. is okay. Sound, Sound guy. Is totally fine. Well, audio engineer most appropriate. Audio engineer. Right? Here playing two roles: audio engineer and producer. That's right. Exactly. Griper got elevated to the producer role by loaning us the use of his mixer. Right. So we have a producer. We've got a sponsor. We're going to have plugs at the end. Yeah. This ship is up and sailing. It's up That's and all sailing. I'm saying. I mean, we got, we got audio running in with music. I mean, it's, you know, whatever. Folks, if you want to write we, us and we, ask us how to podcast, just do it. If we, we got had a comic ham section. radio, we could be broadcasting in Kamchatka, Russia. Right and look, for, for, for new listeners, uh, comments or for constructive criticism or adding to our own thoughts, we don't want hate. The haters are going to get chopped at the knees. You're not going to be here. You're not going to be part of our community. Talk to us. We'll have some stuff to talk about after today's episode. Add to the conversation. It'll be fun. That's how you use the comments. All right? Talk about Egg Yolk Jubilee and your favorite shows on there if you want. Egg Yolk Jubilee, available for weddings, people. All right? It's support. Please support the people who support itsagoodlifebabe.com. That is totally true. Got a good show today. And we're going to be talking a little Saints today. We're going to talk about uh, the Duve Olympiad as well. Right. We have this concept for a new event that's going to take place after the Olympics. We know the Olympics were a couple of weeks ago. Everybody's forgotten about it, obviously, by now, because Trump has taken over the media, and it's the only thing that you hear about. But uh, we're still fixated on, uh, on the Olympics a little bit, and we came up with an event that is appropriate to New Orleans and that uh, well, should happen every two years. Every the, two years. Well, the speaking, Duke Olympiad. Of, speaking of Trump, this is an all-inclusive event. Now, we're going to get to that, but it's about tolerance and inclusivity. Everyone has an event at the Duke Olympiad. Inclusivity is the buzzword. That's right. At the Duke Olympiad, folks. If you want to have a drinking game, heads up, folks, for people who use the podcast as a drinking game, use inclusive because it's going to come up. All right? But look, let's do a quick couple minutes on the Saints game, right? So, uh, Tracy had extra tickets to the Saints game. She had, a, she had a, a dinner party over the weekend on Saturday. And she had a couple extra tickets. Griper and Joel were there. They didn't know that she had a couple of extra tickets. And when the news came through, Griper and Joel, the looks on their faces just changed dramatically because... Everybody knows that, that, look, whatever happens with the Saints, whatever goes down, I mean, obviously they lost to the Oakland Raiders this past weekend. It really blew 
in a very tight contest where we should have won. That we should have won. And we lost. And a couple of opportunities to win the game. We lost in a general punching fashion. Yeah, yeah. And 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 but but anyway, uh, the, going to the dome is is kicks no matter what. And these seats were a ten yard line, fifth row. Great seats. Yes. I got in my tracksuit, full tracksuit. I still don't understand how she got them, to be honest with you. It was some explanation like she knows people in radio. Yeah. And I, I didn't even care. Greg, our producer, audio engineer, was there. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> we, got the, uh, we got the tickets from an unnamed Metacorporation, Metacor, yeah. giant company. Yeah, exactly. Who will remain unnamed. Creepy. I didn't realize that. Yeah, totally. Oh. Okay, if you can, whatever the biggest corporation is in radio, folks, that's who it was. It's like ClearCom or something. Unnamed. Unnamed. unnamed corporation. It's an unnamed corporation. Well, we made fools of ourselves. We had fun. It was the, one of the funnest live sports experiences I've ever had in my adult life. And I've probably gone to 100 games because mostly because of NBA. But that was just straight up fun until the bitter end. You want to talk about how you were dressed? And the end was bitter. Well, we found out we were going to the game around 1 in the morning, like Jeff said. Um, Griper stumbled. Uh, we were like, okay, we're going to work it out logistically. Where I'm going to go home and look for my tracksuit, black and gold Adidas tracksuit. Piece of shit. Black and gold shoes <laughs> and a Saints sweatband. And I usually bust it out for like the December games, like when it's cold out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure. Only once a season and maybe once in the playoffs do I bust it out. But I thought, I'm going to do it for this game. So I came home. And then Griper got here. He just figured we're going to coordinate our, our audio producer, audio engineer slash producer, a.k.a. Griper. Um, got home around, I don't know, 5.30 in the morning. I heard, like, something heavy fall on the ground. And I came out, and Griper was on the ground. So there, that explained that. And then about an hour later, he was sleeping Indian style uh, on the floor with his head... Um, Buried in the chair, face down in the chair that I'm sitting in right now, uh, in, the, in the podcast studio, and uh, you know. But then he went to sleep, and sure, I thought there's no way he's going to make the game. Uh, but as soon as I called you, Jeff, and was like, "Dude, I don't know, Griper's going to make it." From the front room, I was having this conversation with you, kind of in a low volume, and Griper's like, "Fuck you, I'm up." Ah. So Griper rallied. We had a great time. Um, you were leading uh, the the section in cheering. In cheering, I like to do that. Folks. I'm not sure that anybody joined in. Yeah, I had to beg you guys. There was some leadership to. happening. I had to beg you guys to, but we had some fans around us who were appreciating what we were doing. There was definitely that lady in front of me who was probably a season ticket holder. She kept coming by and high fiving me. She was loving it. There was some Trump supporter down to the left who was definitely. That's when I was like, you know, this is a deep politicized environment, which is kind of a nice break, you know, when this person that I can tell is clearly a Trump supporter is digging, like, the chants that I'm coming up with and the cheers. Um, my voice is still recovering, as you might be able to hear. Uh, but, man, it was just kicks. I mean, it's, uh, it is fun to be in the dome, like you said, and we were just kind of going hog wild with the, uh, you know, every time we scored, I did, like, the running man thing. You know, and uh, and then every time uh, we had a first down, we did this Karate Kid thing. Griper did it too. Our audio engineer, uh, Jeff, participated as well, and it was wax on, wax off, 
up, down, first down. And once we were rocking that, I don't know where that came from. It just like happened organically. Um, where did that come from? I have no idea. I think I was thinking about Ralph Macchio or something <laughs> on the way in. Um, oh, it was the headband probably. Might have been the headband. Yeah, so those kicks. That was fun. Um, I don't even know what else to say about it, Jeff. Griper, I mean, you know, you can't beat being in the dome, man. You know? And uh, you, you really you really can't. And uh, the thing is, every year I tell myself I'm not going to, you know, care as much. You know? Why? Because, first of all, I have a complete and total distrust of the NFL. And second of all, the Saints break my heart every year. It's like that, that girl that you had a crush on in fifth grade. Wait, they couldn't have broken your heart. 2009? Yeah, six years ago. Oh, okay. That one year? <laughs> the one year that they won the Super Bowl, yes. The yeah, Super when they won the Super Bowl. You're right. That didn't that didn't break my heart, but you know, it's still it's more often than not. Right, right. No. The heart, the heart gets broken. No, understood. And, and I it mean, gets broken in classic Saints fashion as it did on Sunday, where we had it in the palm of our hands. It was a we, perfect storm of bad events that led us to lose that game. Yeah. Yeah. Well it was, and, it was a roller coaster of emotions and the roller coaster ended up derailing at the very end and we all got crushed. God damn it. I know. Because we signed this kicker in the last week of training camp, basically, in the run-up to the opening game, which, honestly, I don't think that's ever happened in the NFL. I'd have to look it up. This guy comes in, and we're all supposed to believe Lutz. that his name is Lutz. He had the greatest workout of all time, according to Sean Payton. Right. Sean Payton's... Oh any workout God. Sean Payton's ever seen. You said that he must have caught Sean Payton in, in the bathroom jerking off or something like that. I think he caught Sean, Sean Payton was like, oh, you're on the squad. Trust me. I we think can... he caught Sean Payton having, get, receiving oral sex from a Saint Sation cheerleader while chopping up and snorting Vicodin from the Saints uh, pharmaceutical cabinet. I mean, I think that explains it. And that's the only explanation. Payton, then, then, then the kid who... In college, made everything from 45 yards in, missed everything from 45 yards out, and then in, in the most, the best workout ever, in quotes from Sean Payton, the one he missed was outside of 50 yards. And then in the dome, which is a good place to kick long kicks, costs the game by losing a, missing a 50 and a 61. And the next morning, Sean Payton comes out and says, I love this kid. He's going to be around here much longer after I'm done coaching. So definitely, it might, might have been two sensations. It might have been like Adderall and Look, Vicodin. Which, which is really, and, and I... There could have been like a, like a, a, tra of, like a trainer involved somehow. I kind of there buy could have been like a bisexual thing happening. Yeah. You know, it yeah, could have been like the, the, the coach, the strength trainer might have been like cuckolding or something. I buy into the theory just from the standpoint that if anybody can say that Sean Payton is a cold-hearted bastard, it's the place kickers that have been on this team. Because other than John Carney, who started off with the team when Sean Payton took over, it's just been a revolving door. Anytime you miss a kick, you get cut. You just basically, you're done. And that's it. You're done. We've gone through like about, what, 10 kickers. We have, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna fact check this, folks. But we've gone through a bunch of kickers in the Sean Payton era. And he's always been cold-blooded, cold-hearted. What does Lutz have? This is conspiracy theory, the first one of the pod, people. I don't know. What does Lutz have on Sean Payton? It could be anything. 
the Where, Lutz. Where's Lutz's mom? What happened when Sean Payton had that year when he got kicked out for Bounty Gate? Did he have an affair with Lutz's mom? I don't know. When he was just a junior high schooler, maybe? It was, it was weird because we had, we had two kickers that were in camp, the entire camp. And both of these guys are going back and forth. They're very even. It was Kai Forbath and some other guy, right? And apparently, like, Forbath was, I mean, these names. I don't know. Why do kickers have the weirdest Kai fucking Forbath. names, man? Yeah, Kai Forbath had the edge, the apparently. Grammatica brothers. And, and everybody thought, oh, Kai Forbath is going to be the guy, you know? And then out of nowhere, Lutz shows up, and, and Lutz is the guy. Undrafted rookie. And in our first game, we lose, we lose that. Look, I'm not going to fault anybody for missing a 61, you know, but in the NFL, if you're coming in as a young kicker, like, you're kind of expected to make it from 50 in a clutch situation. In you know, the dome with no in the, wind. In the dome with no wind. No weather. You know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing, you know. Home like, crowd. You, you got to make no that. No noise. You got to make that one, right? And he misses it. So, look, we're three to six points shy, but we lost the game by one point to the Oakland Raiders, who apparently, for everybody in the NFL, now all punditry are just on board because they're one of those teams that has sucked forever. But for whatever reason, if you were good in the 70s for about five years, that veneer of greatness lasts. It, it, it's an umbrella that covers your team for the rest of time. Think about the Cowboys. Add, add infer- I know. The Cowboys have been terrible forever. Think about the, the because Washington, they were good. The Washington a Native of times. Americans. The, yes, right. The Washington uh, team that shall remain nameless. You know, it covers them as well. So when they get good, everyone's like, oh, they just jump on the bandwagon. And everybody's on that bandwagon. We even heard somebody on Bill Simmons' show today describing how she was saying that their secondary has improved so much, yeah. even though they got torched. I mean, Drew Brees just torched. Their secondary completely. The NFL sucks. But I, I will say this is one thing that was really cool, is that uh, well, you, well, you like those free tickets though. Those free tickets were great. Those free tickets were great. Um, I like those free tickets. This is the. <laughs> I totally lost my thought there, man. I, we had some technical issue going on right yeah. there, and I'm just not used to this whole thing of three channels right now, and I'm visually distracted by things that are. And normally, in front normally of me. this is when we say, "Folks, don't blame us. We don't have a producer." But we do. We do right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm so used to not having a producer that it's interrupting the flow. Well, and that became right a tagline for us. That was your go-to tagline anytime. <laughs> exactly. There was a little bit of an air, like, when, like when we were there was a beat that hadn't been filled. We would just say, "Folks, we don't have a producer." Like, here. what's this Good fucking structure shit that's going on here well, now? You know, what I are can, we doing? I can ignore the fact that you were micing your cheek instead of your actually your mouth and your lips if you want. I could ignore that. No, no, don't ignore it. That's what a producer's for. Oh, good. Okay. AKA the griper. Oh, look, I have the headphones on right now too, and I can tell you something, griper. You got to, you're gonna have to crank that up like another like right quarter about of an, there? Yeah, that's good, right All there, right. man. Yeah. Folks, this is podcasting one on one. Basically, that's right. And and here we are. We're in my living room right now, and we uh, conceptualized this idea. I, you know, I came up with it. I'm I'm trademarking and copywriting it. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> the name Duvalimpiad. Right. Okay, folks, do you remember uh, when you were a kid, they had the Laugh Olympics? If you're old as we are, the Laugh Olympics were killer. Hannah, look it up. Google it. Laugh Olympics. Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Hannah, fucking is the shit. I was mesmerized. But uh, coming the- out of the Olympics this year, Jeff and I go back to our 
you know, more recent podcast, we talked a lot about the Summer Olympics. And uh, Jeff came up with this idea for a new sporting event. Because, look, New Orleans can't hold a Summer Olympics because of the weather, for many factors. But we can have an Olympiad, and it is going to be called the DeVille Olympiad. The Duve Olympiad. Exactly. The Duve Olympics. And, folks, we have games. That's right. And we're inclusive. And, and, and Pick the up your shot class. We have, it's inclusive. All right, all right, so we're going to describe the Duve Olympiad to you right now. The Duve Olympiad takes place probably over the course of two weeks in City Park in New Orleans, and it is a compendium of events that you normally would not see in an, in a, in an Olympic in the Olympic theater of events that yeah, take place every four years. It happens or, the October after the Summer Olympics. I mean, clearly we're not talking about winter stuff because we're in New Orleans. And then the right? March after the Winter Olympics. So it's every two years. Every two years, we hold the Duve Olympiad, and we try to include events for a wide range of people in society and different kinds of competitions that you wouldn't see anywhere else. So to, to that end, the very first thing that we do is in City Park at a location as yet to be decided, we build a bar. It's our main venue, folks. This is like our the main venue that's the hub, opening and closing ceremonies, the whole nine yards. That's right. Giant bar. Think giant, bigger bar than you could possibly imagine. We're talking acreage here. Exactly. And any kind of competition that you can think of that would take place inside a bar is one of the Duve Olympiad events. Darts. So, so there's... So, so there's barroom events, there's events for people in, in other milieus, if I could use that word. Uh, and also, there are a few events that were exhibition events, actual exhibition events at the real Olympics at one point in time that are thrown in the mix. Exactly. So like for our barroom events, we have, we have billiards and pool, we have darts, right? right? We build a bowling alley, bowling alley. we have bowling. Right, we have shuffleboard, but not the shuffleboard that takes place on cruises. The shuffleboard that takes place in bars. Exactly. Right. We have beer pong, not ping pong. We have beer pong, and we have quarters. We have two drinking games. That's right. So that's what takes that's what takes place in the bar. We also have mechanical a bull riding. Oh God, that's right. In the bar, yeah, we'll I mean, come back to everything in the bar. We're not going to cover everything. In the yeah, bar yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, look, I think we just did. You're going to be able to drink in there, and then. Whether you're an athlete or a spectator, yeah, it's gonna look a bar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and we don't have a uh, we don't. What, what's our policy for uh, our, our drug policy? PEDs. Yeah. Um, here's we haven't figured it out yet. We it's encourage in, it's we in, encourage drugs. It's in committee. In my in my estimation, there's two ways to go about it: regulated with full transparency, or non-regulated with full transparency. Right. I'd like to see non-regulated full transparency. So you can do cocaine, you can do, you can snort up Adderall, you can do whatever you want. We just want to see it. We want to know what you're doing. Yeah. Full transparency. Or we could do regulated, which we give you a menu and here's the things that you can do and we provide them for you, right? And it has everything from like psychedelic mushrooms to, you know, any host of number of drugs. For performing in a look, I just th- I just think that we do a visual test, you know, of, of whether or not you're like stumbling a little bit too much to maybe participate in the game safely. That's all. That's it. Yeah. That's full transparency. That's full I'm, transparency. I'm, I'm good with that. So if you can do that and you qualify for the event, I don't even know how what the qualifi- what the qualifying is. We haven't gotten that far. Mm. 
But we've got something for everything. We, and, and, and starting off, in some other venues that are nearby, in, right. the, in the circumference of City Park, uh, we have some of the other events. One of which is that there is this apartment complex, which is on the corner of Esplanade and Moss, that is, uh, a lot of people call it an old folks home, but it's not an old folks home. It's an apartment complex where people who are elderly tend to live. It's an elderly uh, community. We're inclusive. We, no, no ageism. It's right. not an old folks home? Nope. No, 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 it's not. It's just condos. It's not. It's just condos where it happens to be the case that many elderly people live. Yes, yeah, seniors are going to compete. Seniors are going to compete, and we've got, we've got cribbage. We've got gin rummy. Yep, and, br uh, bridge. Oh, and bridge. Right, yeah. And then if you want to get out of like the little banquet hall where those three events will happen, uh, we're going to go outdoors in the parking lot, and we're going to set up a, a rascal obstacle course. The rascal is the little motorized vehicle that gets you around. It's going to be ramps, right? It's going to be a moat. It's going to be, you know, you're going to have to, there's going to be cones. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to go backwards at times. Uh-huh, uh-huh. obstacle course. Yeah, it's kind of like... Uh... It's kind of like putt-putt, except uh, with a rascal. Exactly. Right. And guess what? We're going to have putt-putt. That's awesome. In City they already Park. have that in City Park. Well, along with the disc golf. Yeah, putt -putt in City Park. We're going to yeah, have disc yeah, golf. Man. We're going to have putt-putt. Oh, totally, man. They do. Yeah, you got to go. Oh, it's killer. I went on a date once there. It's killer. It's one of those with the like the stunt putt-putt. It's not like... Yeah, the ramps and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's stunt putt-putt. Wow. Shit. Oh, it's killer. 18 holes, bro. Yeah. No, it's right over there by the, if you go behind the uh, Museum of Art and then you take a left down by the Botanical Gardens and the, uh, the amusement park, it's going to be on the left-hand side, right there. Oh, there's, a, there's a quad now, right? right? I mean, that's the only thing that I would call it. It's like a quad. That, it's a green space. And then if you're looking at the quad from the uh, amusement park, it's on the right-hand side right there. And, folks, don't let us lose you because there is something for everyone. And we're going to jump around. And because you mentioned the Botanical Gardens, yeah, sculpture, garden sculpture contest. Yeah, that's right. We have a landscaping contest. Yeah, multiple events within the landscaping arena. Right. That's All right, right, folks, you know how many people we just pulled in that otherwise weren't interested so far? Boom. There's more for everybody. Yeah, so in speaking of some of the events that were formerly Olympic uh, demonstration events, exhibition events, uh, we're going to have ballooning. Ballooning. To kick off the Duve Olympiad. Yeah. So you, you come with your hot air balloon, and you have to race to Baton Rouge and back. And back. That's right. And whoever wins in their balloon gets the gold medal. Gold medal. It's kind of like sailing, but, you know, balloons. Ballooning. Right, it's ballooning. And then uh, the other one is cannon shooting. Yeah. We're going to do two versions, drunk and sober. Exactly. So you fire a cannon, you fire this projectile at a target. I mean, it's, basically, it's shooting, but with a cannon. That's it. And whoever's best at that wins. And then we have we got some other ones, too, that we tossed in there. Uh, so for Oh, pigeon racing. Oh, pigeon racing. For the exhibition. The former yep, yep. Olympic exhibition. That's right. Racing. Yep, yep. We're going to have some pigeon racing. No, Not okay. sure how far the pigeons are going to have to go. I don't know if you ha you have to be on the other. End. I don't understand how it works, but pigeon racing is going to be pigeon in racing is in. We got we got some uh, we got some events for our folks down the bayou, a little right. bit there. Right. We're going to have gator wrestling. Right. Right. We're going to have fishing. 
right? Fishing's gonna last the whole two weeks. Yeah. So from the opening ceremony to the closing ceremony. That's right. So we're, we're getting our Vietnamese population involved. Yeah. Inclusivity. Griper. Yeah. Everyone is we're, involved. Everyone is involved. Everyone's involved in that. Come on, Vietnamese. So you go Come in. Fish. You go in City Park, and you fish from day one until the last day, and then you just whoever catches the, mo the most poundage, poundage, the most poundage, is the winner. Yeah. And it lasts the whole time. So you got to be time. out there fishing constantly. The whole time. Yeah. Uh, we might even have a tag team thing, like a relay. That's it's right. Like individual plus relay. It's like Le Mans. Remember the, the 24-hour race, racing car in France? Exactly. It's like that. But fishing. You got to stay out the whole time. And here's, and here's the other, and it's not like fishing in a boat, you know? You just no, go, no, sure. you just go off the thing, off the pier off or whatever, the or a little bridge or whatever. Bank. Yeah. And you can move around as much as you want. As much, wherever you want to go. Right, exactly. You want to waste time moving one location to another, I don't care. Totally. totally. Do it. Bring your hammocks. Yeah. Just bring a hammock. Yeah, you just can't like dynamite the water. No. You know, and shit yeah. like that. Uh, nutria, nutria trapping, trapping. Oh. is the other one. That's right. <laughs> so what we're going to do is take a bunch of Nutria and we're going to release it, which they're going to love that. They're going to love that idea in City Park. We're just going to release a shit ton of Nutria out there and you got to go out there and trap them. That's it. The winner's gonna, gonna get a lifetime supply of Tabasco. So look, I'm looking at my people down in, in St. Bernard and Plaquemines Parish. I'm looking at y'all to come through on this as like possible gold medal contenders. Don't let those Lafouche people like bump you out. You know what I mean? No, exactly. Come on, this is inclusive. Don't be worried about it. you don't play darts. I know you can fucking wrestle a gator though. That's going to be, a, I think that's going to be a big conflict for some of these dudes, man, coming in on that. Now, I'm not just saying that it's dudes, because here's the thing. Anybody, we're unisex across the board. Right, that's why. With you want to participate? You want to wrestle gators? We're unisex. It's not like women's gator wrestling with a smaller gator. You just, you got to jump in there and wrestle that gator. And well, that's, that's it. why part of the nutria trapping is going to be uh, a nutria fur contest. You know, you got to trap them and get them, and then you take their fur off and make some shit out of it. That's going to be a contest, so it's a family affair. Boy, that's going to be, that is going to be, family affair. that's going to be controversial. You know, you're going to have, the kids are going to be involved with that. And cook the meat. Make, and make chili. There's going to be a chili, Nutria chili cook-off. And so that, it's best yeah, we eat that at the end. Best skinning, best chili, right? Right. It's a fucking family affair for our folks from the bay. We just eat that. We just eat Boom. it. That's it. And that's one of our subjective things. Because you know, we, folks, we don't want to have a lot of subjectively you know subjective contest because like that's the worst thing about the summer olympics and winter olympics is you know ice skating and gymnastics respectively because no one knows how the shit they're fucking judging those things but look we're gonna have a few of those things too like the chili well it's a good segue right there because uh for instance for our metairie people we're throwing this in there this is good that there's a bar that's uh, right on the corner of Canal and City Park Avenue, not far. It's called Bob Ross Lounge. And uh, I know Bob. I know the owner, Bobby. So we're and, in. Uh, we got so, the venue, folks. So Don't I'm gonna, worry about So it. I'm going to talk to him about this. It's, and, and, and just for our Metairie people who are afraid of New Orleans, mm -hmm. it means that you can just duck into New Orleans without much fear, and you can go to this place because the exit for the interstate is right there. So you can go back to Metairie, like, immediately. Like, if you get, if you're, like, if somebody pops a firework and you think it's an AK-47, you can get back on the interstate and go back to Metairie, right? Like, you, know, you might or be Kenner able to. Or Kenner or the North yeah, Shore immediately. You might be able to participate without seeing a black person. 
Yes, yes. And that's what we're just trying to give you a place where you feel comfortable. Where you feel we're comfortable. Inclusive, we're inclusive. So we're going to throw Bob, Bob at Bob Ross Lounge. It's all about have, tolerance. We're going to have, we're going to have the uh, air, air drumming, guitar. air guitar contest. Guitar shredding. Guitar shredding. The guitar shredding contest. And the heaviest heavy metal band. Heaviest heavy metal. Right. So we're going to have four events there. And it's going to be off the chain, Mattery people, let me tell you. And Everybody that normally goes to the Bulldog on the weekend is going to transfer over to Bob Ross Lounge. He's not even going to know what to do with it. Yeah, like you come down to the Parkway Tavern because it's right there, too, because you're, you're close enough to your house. It's going to be so fantastic, your head's going to spin. It's going to spin. So we got that. We got Metairie covered, man. Right. You know? So they were And, and, and Bra too. Oh, to- are you kidding me? Kennebra's covered. It's going to be off the hook. We're inclusive. It's going to be off the hook. Well, let's talk about some of our neighborhoods here, and uh, yeah, we got other segments of folks who live in New Orleans. You know, what about uh, uh, dice? We're gonna have dice. We're gonna have dice. Just straight up dice, like, like street dice. Street dice is gonna be a game. Yeah. And we're gonna have also dominoes. We're gonna have dominoes. Now, both those games are gonna come back to our bar, right? That's right. But, but we're gonna be, you know, multicultural in our bar, right? So we're gonna have the dice. We're gonna have the dominoes. The dice court is up against the wall of the bar toward the back. Exactly. On Near the, the, right, on the right, outside. No, right next to the bathrooms. Right next. All right. Exactly. <laughs> like in that hallway that you're walking down. That's where it's the at. Bathroom. Right. <laughs> and so you got to kind of squat. We try to make our. We try to do our design as relevant as we can to the events. Yeah. But then Domino's is going to have a nice big table, and look, just no, so no, we can. Domino's is going to be on the neutral ground. On the neutral ground. The nearest neutral ground. We're going to cordon off an area, right? And you're going to have a bunch of dominoes tables, and that's where the action's going down. And speed chess. And speed, speed chess. chess is going to be there, too. Exactly. That's right. Now, we don't have a lot of... Uh, dominoes kind of confuses white people, I think, and particularly Asians, you know? But look, for the few amount of... Why would that be the case? Well, because, no, I mean, d- dominoes is a thing <laughs> where you need one of your black friends to teach you how to play, for most white folks. I know how to play dominoes. Folks, we're not talking about lining them up and, and knocking them down. We're talking about a, a, a game of skill and chance, right? Like uh, the train. I always played the train or whatever it's called, Domino's Train. That's like a classic one. It's awesome. It's fun. Love doing that on a Sunday. And look, whatever. But whatever. we are going to have Japanese and the Chinese can come in if they want, and they can do the set them up, knock them down style. And that's the whole two weeks, too. Because they set it up all for the two weeks. Oh, the set them up, knock them down. Right before, set them up, knock them down. And like where it's like going up ramps and shit. And like, it's this giant area, you know? Interesting. Because we don't, because we're inclusive. Yeah. We want all types of dominoes games. Okay, all right. So we got that, right? We got, uh, what what else do we got? What else did we throw in there? The Duvalimpiad is is expansive. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. We got the salon. Freaking stuff going on. We got, we got the, the weave. We got the weaving competition. We got the nails. And the, pre- the nails competition. Weaving and nails competition. Right. Boom. So that's where the subjectivity comes in. Heaviest heavy metal band, weaving nails. There's some subjectivity exactly. in there. You got to have some subjective events. You know what I mean? And we're going to have... But, a... but let's face it. You know, when you're the bomb, you're the bomb and people know it. They're going to know it. Exactly. They're going to say, they're going to say that's clearly like the best one. We right might there. mix it up. We might have the contestants from Nail and Weaving judge the heaviest heavy metal and the contestants from heaviest heavy metal judge the nails and weaving 
But we're going to mix it up. We're going to be multicultural. If you skablam it in, uh, in, in dominoes, it's just it's a skablam. It's just a it. skablam. Right. It's yeah. objective. Right. Yep. Okay, what else we got? Uh, dude, I think we're kind of rounding it up now. We're, huh? Well, we're getting close, but we've also got a few other sub-pockets of people in this town. you got your Phobos. What's oh, our Phobos going to do? What are we going right. to do for our Phobos? That's right. What do they call that when you have a, uh, the, 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 the dog? The Westminster... Yeah. Dog competition. The dog right? competition. We're gonna yeah. do that, right? But with so your phobos. So your phobos bring their dog down. Now this is the only event, folks, that's gonna be isolated at the lakefront, and that's it. We gotta put for for liability reasons. We gotta have this event in a very isolated place. And we also want to kind of scare people a little bit. You're bringing phobos to the lakefront? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh my lord. Dude, we're inclusive, man. We're inclusive. Yeah. They're Multicultural. Gonna, they're gonna, those folks are going to include you in jail and bring all those <laughs> Phobos out there. Well, Trump's speedboat is coming to pick him up, and then he's taking them through the Wrigley's and dumping them off at the pass. Gotcha. Exactly. Down there. Yeah. So they're going to have their dogs on a rope. No leashes. No collars. It's got to be on a rope. And you got to just do your... Possibly a bandana. You got a bandana, for sure. And, uh, you know, you just see who's got the best style, who's got the best gait. Mm. The dog. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. What do they call those shows, man? What are they called officially? Dog shows? Is it a dog show? Sure. Is it? Uh, I thought there was another name for it. Kennel Club? Dog and Pony Show. Huh. Oh, okay. We also have, speaking of ponies, we've got your, your boys who are on the second line who come out on the horses. That's going to be our equestrian contest. Oh. Folks in New Orleans here at the Good second I, line, yes, yes. you've got dudes who come out on horses. And just do the second line. So we're going to have that. I would say that that also needs to happen on the neutral ground. Because they the ride on the ground. neutral ground. Around barbecues. It's, a, it's an obstacle course of barbecues with food coming off the grill. So we got sausage and ribs, and they have to go around. And you line it up with the tons of people, mm -hmm. right? So they have to not run over anybody and also not hit any of the barbecues. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down on with the that. neutral ground. And exactly. Terrorize as many people as they possibly can. On the they have to frighten people. Yeah. Exactly. Except oddly enough, the phobos who who just wander right after the horse. Okay, so folks, I think we've covered the main all of the main events basically, right? Do well, we have any other ones? We've got more, dude. Really? Well, I mean, we've got like for some of the uptown girls who are just in the car. Oh my God! Yeah. We've got like best wigs. We got best wig, best costume. Right. right. So there's a costuming and wig thing. There's also this one, too, because we're throwing out to the rich people uptown. We've got best house. Best rich person house. Best rich person house. Now, and again, here's where we go back with the creative judging. The judges for the best rich person house, the Phobos. I don't know, but nah, I don't or want just, the Phobos. Oh, okay, nah. but, but, but not wealthy people. Exactly. So we figure out who that is. Right. So you better have some... Us? You better have... So us. So you better have a nice bed and a nice pool and a nice shot, you know, a nice kitchen. Stock and look, bar. you just rate it. You rate it. It's like one to ten. Yeah. And you come in and you're like, oh my god, this is the bomb. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about the rich person house contest. Mm. Your initial impression can be redacted later on because you've not experienced a house that big and seen shit before. Right. So like, if the very first one you walk in, you're like. A 10! You're like, oh my God, this is a 10, right? But then you go in another one, you're like, this is a 12 compared to that 10. So you say, this so is So you can redact 10. that one. 
Or right. you can just say whatever exactly. number you want. Exactly. You can just say whatever number. 115. Right. So, so however you want to judge it, you can. It, it's not locked in stone until you've seen every one of the houses. Exactly. Rich, um, rich people house. Shout out to you, Uptown. Look, man, we've, we've, we really still aren't being all inclusive. Oh, we forgot something. Yeah, we what, forgot a bunch what, of people. What did we forget? Well, We're not we inclusive forgot, enough. We forgot the uh, oyster shucking. Well, let's save that. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was getting to we're that. We're going to close. We're going to close. Yeah, we're going to close with that. But, okay, what about our... that's the bomb right there. What about our art, arty people? What about our John Grimsley's and our Andy's Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were going to have an act off. Best thespian. Yeah, that's right. So you're going to have like... Champion thespian. Shakespeare in the park or something. Yet, a, yet another... In the park. Very subjective. Very subjective. Right. That's it. I mean, these judges are going to be like, clearly, cl this is the best actor. Okay. This right. actor killed it. Just clearly. Right. You get the same lines, you got to get up there, and you just got to kill it. It's kind of like the Stella contest, except real acting. Yeah, so we're just gotta, You got to act the scene out, and that's it. Maybe it takes place at the bar, too. Who knows? You know, yeah. you got a stage there. Or right outside the bar. Or, or outside the bar, right. And then, I mean, look, we have a little subsection in, in New Orleans that's burgeoning kind of movement of comedians in this town. Oh, that's right. Not, people, not too many people know about it, but it's definitely happening. So we're going to have two contests for the comedians, for the stand-ups. Yeah, we're going to have a contest for just funniest set. Right. And then we're going to have a contest for the, the comedian that can tell the most jokes in a certain amount of time. It's like RPMs. Right. How many can you rattle off? Exactly. Exactly. Right. So we got that. So we got that. And then we got some musical contests, too. I mean, other right. than, well, we already mentioned the guitar shredding. But then real musical stuff. No, the guitar shredding is fucking That's real. That's real. Sorry. Okay. But not the air stuff. No, the air stuff's not real, right? But you've got not out at the bar by Metairie, somewhere at City Park near the bar, you've got the the circular breathing technique on the horn. <laughs> we, yeah, circular breathing. The person that can circular breathe for the longest, right? Contest, right? Yeah. So again, it's all inclusive, man. Now we've got like the people from the Music Village coming over. I don't know if you know this, folks, what circular breathing is, but uh, if you're a horn player. It's just a technique that you use whereby it seems like a, a note lasts forever because there's a trick of breathing that allows you to continue to pass air through the horn while you're taking another breath. And it's called circular breathing. So it, it, makes, it makes the note seem like it lasts forever, sustains continuously. And there are people who can just continuously go. They look and go like frogs. And go and go with this. With but their with their cheeks fill up with air, and somehow they're getting air into their nose while they're continually pushing air out. Pushing of their air mouth. out of their mouth, right? Exactly. And then you've got trumpet cutting contest, where our trumpeters are going to get up and cut on each other. That's right. 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 And, and that, then and that again, that one is going to be judged by the crowd right there. Boom. So there's going to be an MC. There's going to be a so it's an applause meter. There's an applause meter, right. right? Exactly, and it's just like a cutting contest. And if you get cut, you're out. That's it. That's it. Maybe it's a round robin. It would have to be like that, right? We're going to talk to the Mardi Gras Indians and just say, "Hey, do you guys have any ideas for being involved?" We're not going to tell you how your competition should be. Yeah, we just have to approach them. We got to defer. We got to defer to them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's sacred territory right a, there, a, folks. A cautious approach. Well, it's just it's sacred grounds. You're not going to go tell the Mardi Gras Indians how to do a contest about their rituals. So let's let's just let them decide what they want to do. Exactly. You know. Done. So that's going to happen too, folks. Yep. Um, 
What else do we got? We got, uh, we might be closing in, man. We got kite flying, another family event. Ooh, that's right. Yeah, another kite flying. Another family event. Kite flying was an exhibition event for the Olympics. Uh, we got bocce ball. And look, yeah. Our, yeah. our, our Italian brethren, brethren here in New that, that's on the That's on the neutral grounds, dude. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, we got backgammon. It's going to happen at the bar. Yep. Yep. Or the neutral ground. Or the neutral ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we're going to bring a little bit of basketball in, but it's going to be... Streetball, three-on-three. Streetball, three-on-three, and we're going to do it right over here at Gentilly Stallings Park, right next to, not too far from City Park by the horse track. That's right. And uh, we're going to have, because we're inclusive, we're going to have a dunk contest, but we're going to lower the rim to either eight or nine feet so everybody can dunk. Inclusive. Inclusive, Griper. Everybody gets to participate, man, hmm. in the Davila NBA. All right, all right. We got a brass band challenge. Oh yeah, that yep, yep. That's an applause meter event. That is. Um, God, we really, really have a lot of events. Well, here. we got. Uh, we just really have a throwdown. We got here. the dancing event for the ladies. God, there's a dancing event now. What do we have? When you did know, that happen? You know, it's the what do you call it? The pe- the twerking. Oh oh oh, the pee popping. Pee popping. Yeah yeah. Got the pee popping. Got something for everyone, man. Yep yeah. That's gonna happen at the salon. Does that mean we have to get the tattoo Lindy Hop people to come in, too? Oh, shit. What do we get them to do? Lindy Hop or whatever yeah. it is that they do or that kind of swing dancing stuff? Yep, we'll get them in. Yeah. We'll get them so in. So the bar will have a dance floor as well. Right. Exactly. And we'll have a panel of judges for that. Um, we're going to have a grinder competition for our homosexual friends. Our uh, our uh, our producer is just going outside right now. <laughs> he just she just he just like he just, he just got up slowly and walked outside on with the a, podcast with a heavy sigh. Yeah, <laughs> we have no idea what's going on with him right now. Uh, we got crab catching. We've got the grinder competition, and and then finally, finally, this is the. This is the capo of capo. Okay, so first of all, let me say this. At the very end during the closing ceremonies, the closing ceremonies are not without a competition themselves. Right. And if you're in a team participating, uh, or just if you are participating, you also have to participate in one of these three events at the end, at the final, final, final final end. I don't care if you're just doing the weave, or if you're doing the guitar shredding, or you're doing the fishing. Yeah. Everybody has to do one of these things. And then and we team you up with other people. And, and it's just a random selection. Because we're integrated. Yeah, exactly. And, and you got to put together your little team and you got to win. All right, so three-legged race. Yep. Potato, potato sack. sack yep. And, and leapfrog. And leapfrog. That's what we got. That's it. Right. And you got to compete with other people from other events. And, then, and then the ultimate event. So before, we're all inclusive. Before we, before we eat on the, on the last day, which is like our marathon. Right. It's analogous to the marathon. The marathon in the Olympics is the last, right. last event. Is the oyster shucking contest. Right. So we just decide who's the champion oyster shucker once every two years at the Duve Olympia. Dude, 12, we pick 12 different restaurants. They send us their best shucker. And then we just do a couple of randos, too. And, they, and look, I've been to the actual one that is uh, sponsored by the Louisiana Restaurant Association. Right. And there's... Uh, a couple of different ways that they get judged. One is speed. Right. And the other one is presentation. Boom. We'll do both. Right. 
Exactly. So you go speed and presentation. That's it. And then everybody eats the oysters. And then you eat the oysters, right? And exactly. then all the brass bands play. Because it takes place in an R, in a month that ends in R. And then everybody who's danced, they have to dance at the end. Exactly. Right. We just party. And and that's it. Yeah, we have a big, huge concert at the end, and uh, and everybody gets drunk, and that's it. Shoot, we forgot about some of our technical brethren, you know, our folks who work on oh, audio and video. No. Oh, no. Also, so like we at the bar, we've got audio design each night. We've got a different sound engineer. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah, does yeah. the music in the bar. But also, we were going to have the, 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 the best car sound system. Best car sound system. Yeah, so we're going to oh. have one of those. And then also, we forgot about our tradecraft people. So we're going to have a contest. We're going to have a brick masonry contest. We're going to have a, uh, what was it? What were the other ones? Well, it's like tile, marble. There's like. Had, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's. There's going to be a high end, high end contest, but then there's also going to be. Plastering. There's going to be drywalling and plastering. Yeah, drywalling, plastering. How fast you can drywall. Yeah. Because exactly. folks, it floods down here. Brick masonry. You got to replace your drywall down here when it floods. Yeah. So that's that's it, folks. It? That's the Duve Olympiad. That's the world. That's the that's that's it. It's gonna happen. Trust me. Well, listen. Uh, we want to just quick thank our sponsor, Edgar Jubilee, for uh, supporting the show. Uh, listen, folks. If you like the podcast, support them too, please. Look for upcoming shows. Uh, the great wedding band, great second line band for weddings. Um, support Edgar Jubilee, please. We got any plugs? Any plugs? Yeah, I want to plug Griper Nugent as uh, sound man audio engineer extraordinaire and uh you know maybe he'll sponsor us one day and also be our producer i don't yeah. it's kind of a conflict of interest you know but at the same time who cares but uh sound man audio engineer extraordinaire folks you can hear that uh, our podcast is a million times better already than it was before uh we're recording reliably we're running we have a mixer right now there's like I mean, you, you know what joel you might want to take a picture of this man i'll take a picture it's kind of unbelievable it's gonna be on the operation. website it's goodlifebabe.com folks um i got a couple plugs uh i'll be at terra nova most evenings around six o'clock picking up some hot sausage if anybody wants to come down and say hi uh, and i'll be at the second line this sunday go to wwz.org and take them to the streets and come say hi out the second line we'll be out there okay and then my last plug is going to be that the Egg Yolk Jubilee will be playing at the Holy Ground Bar, which is on the corner of Canal Street and Jeff Davis Parkway, soon to be renamed Jeff Davis Parkway, we think. And uh, that's the... Uh, and, uh, I'm sorry, Twitter, Good Life Babe, <laughs> Good Life, uh, good li A Good Life Babe, at A Good Life Babe is our Twitter handle. So... Come check us out. On yeah, page. and check it out. we got a Facebook page and, and the whole nine yards. And uh, we'll be there on October 15th, A Gale Jubilee, for the 20th anniversary. And last, oh, fucking right. right. Yeah. Yeah. 20th anniversary of A Gale Jubilee, y'all. That's killer. And listen, uh, our, now that uh, we have an audio engineer and a sound system, we are ready to have guests uh, to tease a couple. we got the, uh, the Clemens brothers coming in, Dave and Cranston Clemens, right? We got Chris Lane. Chris Lane coming in. You got your boy Mac Michael coming in. Yeah. Michael Patrick Welch. Yeah, that's right. We got uh, Meatball coming in, talking about some culinary stuff. Yep. Eventually, you know? we're gonna have Ivan. We're gonna have Ivan. We're gonna have Alvin come in. Uh, we got a lot of guests coming up, folks. We got uh, Jumpin' Jay Mazza is coming in. To yeah. Talk about street culture in New Orleans. 
So we're, we're, it's, it's going to be fun. The, gu- the guest part's going to be a good time. You guys are going to learn a lot about uh, New Orleans folks, New Orleans culture, New Orleans music. Griffey, you got anything to say to these folks, man, before we get out of here? Uh, no, I'm just saying it's uh, been a pleasure, gentlemen. I really hope that the, uh, the, the Olympic, Jeff Olympiad, what's it called? <laughs> The, the Duve Olympiad. The Duve Olympiad takes off. Okay, good. I think it's the one. It, it'll really unify the city. It'll bring everybody together. Doesn't it seem like it? it absolutely. And yeah. it'll be. It's, and it'll be total it's chaos. inclusionary. It's integrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the it's word multicultural. Of the is, is uh, inclusion is the word of the we day. We got everybody. We got your Hispanics. We got your. Uh, you got your Vietnamese. You got everybody. All right. And I on. think this is not going to be a multi-part uh, podcast this time, folks. It's That's just it. going to be episode five. Part and one. It's, and and it's, gonna, it's part one, and that's that's what you get this week. That's right. Um, and if you guys don't mind, I've got a little uh, Grupo Fantasma's latest uh, piece of music here that they just recorded. Plug it out. Hit it. Um, oh, I'm not supposed to play it live. Can I tell you all anyways. something real quick? Can I just say one thing? Mm. That that Griper is, is shares in a Grammy award. That was is that isn't that true? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so, and, and I'm going to blow smoke up your ass now. Folks, right. we have a Grammy Award-winning uh, audio engineer on the It's a Good Life Babe.com cast. That's right. And, and not only... Jeff and Jules tells from New Orleans. Right. This group won a Grammy that he's about to play right now. And, and Griper's been all over the world, Pakistan, uh, Europe, everywhere. And he's, an, he's awesome. Aw. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's rock some jams then. All right. And I'm not supposed to be playing this, by the way. So, but I'll do it anyways. Okay. <laughs>